Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, broadcasting from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. And in the studio with me, I have Bonnie Heath from Bonnie Heath Farm and Brian Cox from New Millennium Realty. And we're going to chat a little bit about a rather famous story happened right here in the horse capital, and that is needles. Bonnie, it's lovely to have you uh, with us. Thanks, Louisa. It's good to be here. Um... I get real popular around this time of the year. I wonder, I wonder why. <laughs> coming up on Derby? <laughs> everybody, everybody, yeah, the Derby's coming up. Everybody wants to talk about the Derby, which is fun. Um, gosh, uh, I was in Fort Lauderdale, uh, Derby Day, 1956, as a six-year-old little boy. I was going to say, were you in diapers? Yeah, you must well, no. Was, Nappies, I, as we I, say. I, I hope I was. Uh, <laughs> Not at six. <laughs> but uh, I, I remember vividly uh, and I was uh, I was hooked I thought it was there was nothing to it but uh, I used to go backside Hialeah when I was probably five four and a half five and they would uh, throw me up on Needle's lead pony big old Palomino named Rusty and I'd go right around the backside of Hialeah and it just had, had a ball so you know it was in my blood everybody says how'd you get in the horse business and I said I had no choice because <laughs> I, I was diseased at birth I, that was my deal that's usually the way it works yeah, yeah. 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 and but my sisters could care less so um, isn't that interesting yeah but I, I just I just loved it and you know what a horse he was we can talk more about him we can talk about him all day yeah well let's talk about his beginning which was a little troubled he got his name perfect because he got stabbed with so many needles yeah yeah you know <laughs> it, what happened almost didn't happen uh, for a couple of times he uh, he was very sickly fold he had pneumonia um, Dr. Bronner was here, uh, who was the first equine vet in Ocala. Wonderful man, wonderful, wonderful man. And uh, penicillin was just coming around at that time. And But the people that, that bred him and fold him, uh, Bill Leach, and Di his wife was Dickie Leach. She was a nurse, and she was able to give the shots herself uh, often. And I don't know how many he got, but uh, that, that's where his name did come from. And, wow. uh, he, but he, you know what? He, he was a fighter. He, he, yeah, he was a fighter. He always, he ate, he never quit eating through the whole thing. I mean, he was just a, just a tough guy. I get that. Yeah. And they said the other, <laughs> other, yeah. And they said the other reason it was named Needless is he was always needling the other foals out in the paddock. Boss man. He, he was, he was something else. He was an April 29th foal. So wow. He so he was late. Late, late in the year for, for, for thoroughbreds. Yeah. But, uh, but like I say, what that almost was didn't happen and then when it was time for uh when he was a two-year-old early in his two-year-old year he was in a sale and uh, hugh fontaine who was my dad and uh, jack dudley's trainer they were getting out of the business they said you know we're through we're done we don't want to do it anymore we've got cheap claimers uh, we've had enough and he comes to him one more time and he says you got to buy this horse and they said we don't want to buy this horse he said well if you don't he said, this guy was an ace in World War One. flew biplanes in World War One. Wow. So he's, he was a tough old boy. And uh, he says, if you don't buy this horse, he said, I'm going to sell my car and I'm going to mortgage my house and, and I'm going to buy the horse myself, which probably was bunk. But anyway, it was it, what he said. And they, and they did. They bought him. They paid $20,000 for him in 1955, which is it's a lot which of money. Was, that was, was a lot yeah. of money in 55. Yes. And of course, the, the rest is history. He becomes two-year-old champion. Uh, first champion from Florida and becomes the, the rest happened the next year so pretty pretty exciting stuff 
And you remember it all so vividly and it just got you just completely hooked into the... When he was running um, and going to the backside, I love the backside, still love so the backside. So do I. Yeah, the backside my is favorite just place. Where, where all the characters are. We don't, I don't think we have the characters we used to, but uh, I, I love the backside, yeah. Yeah, I do too. Uh, when we go to the races to cover races for the show, that's where you'll find me. Yeah. Back there in the barns visiting yeah. and I'd, going by to see the horses and the people that work with them every day and I love all of that. I told somebody the other day, I said, I'm not, I'm not as excited about the horse business as I used to be, but I still love the horses. It's just, it's inside of me. So talk about Needle's career and then that getting that getting to the Derby, of course, which is huge, and then the Preakness and yeah. and the Belmont and and not winning the Triple Crown, but yet still being there is just incredible, you know. I'll tell you a great lead-up story. Um, he was champion, co-champion, two-year-old, a horse named Nail was the other champion, two-year-old in '55, and they're getting ready for the for the three-year-old season early in South Florida. And my dad and uncle and a bunch of other people were at that dinner table. I don't. I don't remember where it was, that make any difference, but at the table next to him was uh, a gentleman who was a banker and a well-known handicapper, et cetera. And he knows my uncle. And he leans over to my uncle and he says, hey, I, I can tell you who's gonna win the Derby in 19, 1956 this year. And my uncle says, well, well, who? And he says, Nail. And so they, he leans over and tells my dad, and about three or four minutes later, my uncle leans back to the guy and he says, I got a guy sitting at my table that's got fifty thousand dollars that says Nail won't win. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of money! And, and, and Mr. Banker backed up pretty quick. He said, uh, "No, I'm got two dollars better." So <laughs> that, that, that was the end of that deal. But you know, um, my dad was a brilliant guy. Um, not just because he's my dad. People that knew him, uh, he had great business savvy. He was a landman in the oil, the oil business, and he knew great land and great property. He came to Ocala, he and Jack Dudley came to Ocala before Needles ever ran as a three-year-old and bought their farms. Because he laughed about how naive they were. He was 39 years old. He was, he laughed, he said, we were so naive, we thought there was nothing to this because he was champion two-year-old. So he had to be champion three-year-old. I mean, it just had to happen. And by golly, it did. But they bought both their farms. Uh, he actually bought his farm uh, on my birthday in 1956, about two or three weeks after Ocala Stud came to Ocala. Really? Yeah, yeah. Gosh. So it all happened. I mean, it all it's happened so hard to even imagine what Ocala was like before all of this. Right, well, this is what started it all as the, the wonderful, horse cattle. Wonderful place to grow up. I mean, we moved up here from Fort Lauderdale when I was six. And I mean, talk about dying and going to heaven. Yes. Yeah, this was this changed from Fort Lauderdale. Little, little, little different, yeah, a little different landscape well, up here. Lauderdale back then was yeah. pretty neat. Yeah, was it? 50s and 60s, Lauderdale was long before y'all, but uh, Lauderdale was a neat place back then. But yeah, had horses. Right, right. We've got to have horses. So you came up here, rolling hills and uh, unspoiled, I imagine then, because yeah. I'm sure everything that is now built wasn't no, yeah, wasn't yeah, here. It, it was, was it all was, land. I don't, I'm not sure there was a four-lane road in place. I, they found really? a four-lane Pine Street. I don't remember what it was, but uh, if there was one, it was Pine Street. Later on came Silver Springs. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was wonderful. Must have been an amazing time. It was. It was. And Lots I had, of horses. I had 740 acres to play on. Really? Yeah, and that lasted about, a, about almost two years. And then the first day of summer vacation, six o'clock in the morning, get snatched my dad. Get your, you know what, out of bed. <laughs> I, said, I said, yes, sir. I said, I said, uh, I said, it was summer vacation. He says, I'm, 
I'm perfectly aware of what day it is. He says, <laughs> he says, go get the farm manager. He's got, go find the farm manager. He's got a job for you. And I worked. I started working on the farm at eight years old. And I, I, it, it wasn't just riding around in a golf cart. It was it was shoveling Real manure way. and it was raking leaves and doing stuff. It wouldn't let me handle the horses. It, that came later on. That, that was a wise move too. Gives you good work ethic though, you know, yes. right from start to, to yep. have to look after a place. I mean, 700 plus acres and a yep. family, you know, you, you pitch in, right? 35 cents an hour. Ooh. I never forget. Ooh, you rich man. My, my, yeah, <laughs> rich boy. My uncle was a bookkeeper and he gave me, gives me my first check and it's got the deductions for Social Security. Like, what is this? Eight-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> he, said, he said, that's Social Security. I said, Ah, that's not going to be around when I get old. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't very funny later on. No, it's not now, right? <laughs> Back then, so, you could probably buy a lot for 35 cents, though. Shoveling poo for yeah, 35 cents an hour and, and having stuff, deductions. My mom tells me stories about gas and milk and bread and, oh, yeah. you know, what you could get for a dollar, you know. Crazy back then. I know you're right. 35 cents. And there weren't 12 choices of everything either. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. Simpler, much simpler. What a, yeah. Wonderful time to grow up. What a fabulous story. Yeah. That's amazing. It's got to be so exciting just yeah. to be part of the family that uh, you know had this amazing horse who really put Ocala on the map he, as a as a did. serious breeding center for thoroughbreds. He really, he really did. And, and Carl Rose and some other guys got started up here ahead right. of time. But and, but uh, Carl Rose knew land. He was. Uh, he had a whole bunch of uh, phosphate mines and, uh, for road building, et cetera, et cetera, and had his, had his fingers at all kind of stuff. Uh, good, good man. Good man. Good well, we got uh, we got more with Bonnie. We're going to come back in just yeah. a few minutes and uh, and hear some more of this story. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. We'll be right back.